Welcome to the Art of Homemaking podcast, where we are reviving the art of homemaking in the modern age. I am your host, Nessa Black, and I am joined by my co-host and best friend turned sister, Shannon Vantrese. From gardening to homesteading, cooking wholesome meals to creating a cozy home environment, we discuss it all and everything in between. Thank you for tuning in. Now pour yourself a cup of something cozy and let's get started. Welcome to episode seven of the Art of Homemaking podcast. Hey, Shannon. Hello. We're back again. We were discussing what episode we wanted to record this time around, and we were going in circles because nothing really was sitting right with us um, for this week because we're both kind of just in survival mode right now. It's been a very trying time for both of us these last couple weeks, and um, we've decided that we should just address it head on and just talk about it, talk about where we're at, what we're going through at this moment, and fill you guys in on our lives at the moment. We just have hard days, hard weeks, hard months sometimes, <laughs> and we're just getting through it. So to kind of piggyback off of last week's episode, we wanted to give you guys a little life update from each of us and just share how we've been holding it together and some encouragement that has helped us through this time. Hopefully by sharing all this, we will have a little bit more peace about (laughs) what we're going through in life right now. And then also maybe it will encourage some of you out there as well who might be in a hard time. So I know that you've been kind of going through a challenge lately, Shannon, with Sean's work and just trying to figure out where your future's going and what's happening. Do you want to share like a little life update what's been going on in your world? Yeah, in my world, there's been a lot going on. (laughs) Uh, My husband, he's been pursuing aviation for about three years now. And from the moment he sat in the plane and I looked at him, I knew this is my future, (laughs) whether I'm ready or not. And I think as we get closer to him nearing, quote unquote, the end of his training, it it really brings to life the future that's ahead and what's our next steps and what's that looking like for us. In aviation, it's changed quite a bit because through COVID, a lot of the job opportunities in Alaska, which is the premium (laughs) place to get work when you're a new pilot, it's kind of like getting a degree at Harvard if you want to compare it to something. But with that being said, our mental mindset was, oh, he's going to go to Alaska, work two weeks on, two weeks off. We can wrap our minds around that. It took a while to even get to the stage of wrapping our minds around that. So now things in the world are different (laughs) and they're becoming a little more challenging to see what the next best option for us is. And with that being said, it's really hard to find aviation jobs locally. A lot of pilots will commute to work from out of state, but we're also just trying to find that life balance. And I'm definitely not oblivious that my husband's in a career that, you know, a lot of times you they're away from their families quite a bit. And we're just trying to filter through all of that information and just see what we can make work. And so it's been really challenging. There's been a lot of really real moments and raw moments trying to figure out where we would live. Like we worked really hard to get in our first house and the thought of giving it up just, ugh, you know, <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> Let me backtrack before I lose my marbles. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just in a time right now of transition time of change and trying to roll with those changes almost on a monthly basis as he gets more and more 
flight hours. That opens up more and more jobs, which causes a lot of turmoil of decision making. And I think in our family, we're just really burnt out on making decisions lately. And we just want to ideally stay local, keep living in our home that we worked so hard to finally get. We, we made a lot of sacrifices to get to where we are today, not only for like where we live so we can be close to family, but also just to make his dreams a reality. And I've always said like my dreams are like to support him. You know, I want to be that person for him to like see his dreams come to life. And that's been that's been giving me a lot of life over the over the past few years. And I'm excited for him. But I'm also like, ah, I'm kind of in my own head about things like, where is this really going to take us? Right. And not knowing where that is taking us is not ideal for type A <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> where I want to know everything. Why can't we know everything in life? But then if we did, life would be really boring and not eventful at all. Yeah, it really would. Yeah, I just so my head's just spinning with with that information about like the the upcoming near future that just feels more and more real every day. And I've been just trying to cope with all of that, those thoughts, and it's been a lot to filter through. For me, I've been trying to find ways to cope with all of this. And, and a lot of it is just talking to my friends, praying about it verbally out loud, and just letting it go, giving it to God and knowing that it's not my plan I need to be worrying about. It's the plan that he set forth for us. So that's where my heart is right now. And I think for me also, I've been just trying to focus on the now, be in the present, live in the moment as much as possible, because I don't know how long we'll be here locally. And that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, because that's like, this is the, the town you live in now is the only town you've ever lived in, in your whole life, isn't it? Well, I guess 10 minutes up the road, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that is correct. I am a creature of habits slash I've lived in this area my whole life. Change is not easy to come by for me, but I'm learning to let go. <laughs> let go and let God. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a been a very big learning process for me and I'm trying daily to get better about being open to what's ahead. It can feel like that unknown can kind of just creep in constantly throughout the day, right? Where you're like, you're just going about your day and then suddenly this thought pops in of like, oh my gosh, where am I going to be in two months? <laughs> and like everything just falls apart. It's the moments where you slow down and you sit on the couch with your feet up or try to get ready for bed that you're like, well, I am suddenly in my head again. And why am I doing this to myself? But those are the moments you just have to hold your loved one close and know that you're in it together and you're not alone. Yeah. I think it's really important to remember like anytime you're going through something difficult and you're trying to make all these decisions about life ahead, just knowing that this this too shall pass and that the hard days will will cease. <laughs> and that this is a small blip in time. For us, we've been working at this this goal towards aviation to see his dreams come to life for 3 years and and we don't want to be the couple that's always doing things and and constantly pushing forward we would really just love to just slow down and just enjoy enjoy the moment that we have in the now so we're just trying to really focus in on that as much as possible as we are nearing towards the end of his aviation training and where he lands at his future job so to speak we really look forward to the days where we can just work our jobs or or Sean work his job and, and I'm just a stay-at-home cat mom. I just, I look forward to those days where we can just be 
Yeah, like when life will slow down a little bit and you'll be able to catch your breath. Yes. I feel that too. That's definitely where we're at right now too. Yeah, your life has been through a lot lately (laughs) with decisions. Yeah, I mean – We've moved a lot. I want to say it's been five times in four years cross country. And in my adult life, I just added it up. I have moved eight times. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm just really burnt out on moving. I'm very burnt out on it. Um, when we moved here, it was our dream and it was our intention to stay. And I was like, I told Austin, I don't want to move again. And he said the same thing. He's like, I don't either. And then <laughs> last year, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago. I don't, I don't know how long it's been now. God started laying a new dream on our hearts. <laughs> you know, we were both talking about how we could make it happen here for a long time because we weren't going to leave. That was our plan. But events have happened in our life that's kind of made it clear to us that we would like to be back on the mainland and uh, be closer to family, have a large property where we can homestead. We want to be able to be fairly self-sufficient. That's something that brings me so much joy when I think about it, like being able to grow our own food and raise animals and raise our kids in nature and teach them really practical skills and just have that freedom to to Rome and to live our life. And initially we were trying to figure out, okay, well, how could we do that while living here where the cost of living is just incredibly high? It was going to be several, several years off. And while we were willing to be totally patient for that, it's just been something that's just been weighing heavier and heavier on our hearts that this is something that we really want to work towards. And it's been really hard at the same time (laughs) because this is my dream. Um, I wanted to live in Hawaii my whole life. This is what I dreamt of since I was a kid, sitting on my porch in my hammock and looking out at the ocean. And that's the life I have right now. And I love it so much. And I've been just kind of in a place of realizing that I might have to let go of my dream in order to embrace our dream. And I'm like really excited for the next chapter, but like I'm also heartbroken at the same time on one hand because we'd be stepping into the unknown again (laughs) and instability again and transition moving again and I've just had enough of that in my in my life and I'm trying not to be bitter about what this next chapter could entail I've been trying to be joyful but I've had a few times this last week where I've just broken down crying because I've realized like oh my gosh it could all come to an end we might not be here so an opportunity has kind of potentially presented itself for us to live in a travel trailer on a family member's property. And when we did the math and we've talked about it, it just has been something that's just made a lot of sense to us. We would save so much money compared to living in Hawaii where cost of living is just incredibly high. And we could get to that goal of a big property sooner. But then also we would get to be close to family when we're talking about starting a family in the near future, which is something that I had never even considered would be a possibility because we were planning to live here when we started our family. So I think I've been going through kind of a maturing process, um, Austin and I both for that matter, (laughs) of just wanting to be better stewards of our resources and put our money towards things that really matter to us rather than paying so much for like just basic cost of living and being able to help loved ones 
that's really important to us. And the smarter we are with our resources, the more helpful we can be to others. And that's just been something that's been weighing on both of our hearts. When we moved here, we were thinking long term. We were planning to raise our kids here and live here. But there's just so much good that could potentially come from us going back to the mainland and eventually buying a property. We, we hope that we'd be able to share it with some loved ones, have close-knit community, and just work together. We always joked about like commune living <laughs> when we were dating, like, <laughs> oh, we should have a commune. And it, it totally makes sense. It's just always made sense to us. And now we're like, oh my gosh, we're kind of trying to work towards that. <laughs> Not in like a hippie kind of way, just sharing resources with, with other people. So when we were in Washington, this all kind of came about and it's just been a conversation that's been had pretty regularly, almost every single day we talk about this. And it's just weighed heavy in my mind and my heart because I've just poured so much into our home here and we finally got here and it was such a big dream and we were able to buy a home in Hawaii and I'm amazed that I'm considering letting that go in favor of moving into a travel trailer <laughs> in my family member's backyard. I, I'm learning to hold on loosely. It's been kind of my motto lately. I feel like just having open hands has been kind of the posture I'm trying to have because I'm so grateful for everything that the Lord has blessed us with. At the same time, I have to be willing to let things go when he tells us that it's time to let them go. And I don't know what's going to happen. That's <laughs> part of why I've, I've been a little out of sorts is I don't know, will we get to keep this house while buying a property on the mainland? We're considering potentially renting our house out. I don't know, will, will we want to do that long term? I don't know. All of this is just, there's just so many unknowns. And yeah, I've just been trying to hold it together while also like just letting go. <laughs> of control because I know I, I'm not in control in this scenario. Just like you, Shannon, like I've just had to give this to God and be like, I know that you have a plan. I know that you gave us this dream for mm -hmm. a reason. So guide us. I mean, he's always provided and he's always guided us in every step of our life. And even in times when we were just like, what the heck are we doing? We still followed him. We ended up in Minnesota at one point. <laughs> but We've just said yes every time he tells us, hey, I want you to go. We've said yes. And this has been the hardest time to say yes for me because I look around and I'm like, I live in paradise. Why would I let this go? Why would I give this up? <laughs> I don't know where God's going to lead us. And it's been interesting to see how our desires have changed as we've matured too. And I'm trying to just roll with it. So yeah, I've, I've, I look around and life feels really uncertain right now and the beauty of this island feels really fleeting. And I feel like I need to soak it all up as much as I can because soon we might not be here. So that's that's been a little bit hard, but I've also been just trying to do just that, soak it up and enjoy it and just take it in. And I had a really good cry the other day and I just let it all out. I, I told Austin every hard thing I was struggling with, every hard thought and feeling that was going through my mind and I just shared with him and I said, you know, I'm not I'm not backing out of our plan here. I just want I want you to know both sides for for me and he just helped me to remember our why and it just gave me so much peace to just let it all out, put it out there. He knows how I'm feeling and now I remember why we want this and that why is strong enough to give up this dream which is amazing. So I'm just, I'm learning to be along for the ride, which is very new for me. I've always, like you, kind of been one who wants to be in control. And 
I've chosen to take the back seat. I've been letting my husband lead, which is also very new for me. (laughs) Um, And so I'm, I'm trying to look at this as like an exciting new challenge. If this came to pass, we would be undertaking a trailer renovation and it would be a really fun challenge to make it really beautiful and cozy. And we'd be living in really limited space, which would force us to live more seasonally which kind of sounds exciting to me after being in the tropics. I don't know. There's just lots to be excited for and lots of uncertainty and lots of opportunity. And I've been trying to just focus on my daily routines to create stability in our home, do the laundry, get up every morning at the same time, take care of dishes, cook, clean, take care of our home, take time to put a centerpiece on the table. Even if it's fleeting, I'm trying to just create beauty around me because it gives me a sense of peace and stability that, you know what, we're here right now, even if we're not going to be here in a few months. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know if or when any of this is going to happen. We still have to figure (laughs) it out. It's just a conversation that's been on the table and we're exploring the possibility. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted on where we both end up. (laughs) Yes, our steps towards our new adventures. It just, it feels good to kind of just say it, I guess, because I know that you're this way too, Shannon, but I tend to be somebody who wants to process things on my own and then share Mm -hmm. after I figure it out. And so it's new for me to share when I'm in the midst of a challenge where I don't have answers and I don't know what's going to happen and it's just different. So, <laughs> um, But we're leaning on each other. Yes, we are. I feel like it's been so amazing to do this podcast with you because I feel like <laughs> since the day that we decided to do this, our lives have been parallel, just like you're going through this There's at the same time so as me. Many. So much similar stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, and the more we talk about things, it just – if we're we're so on the p- same page on certain things in life, imagine how many other people are feeling just like us, going through big change, trying to filter their thoughts, but trying also to like, do all the things in your day to keep up with life, right? Yeah. And trying to take care of your family in the midst of trying to figure out transitions that work and make sense for everyone involved. Yeah, just like living in survival mode, really. And I think for me, it's been a real practice. I think I shared this in the last episode, but just... And every day and every moment, every time it creeps into my mind, that uncertainty, that fear, I just have to literally turn away from it and hand it up to God and be like, I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm not going to do this. And it's hard and it's exhausting sometimes to guard your heart so hard. But it's sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes we have to be in the battle (laughs) to get through it, you know, and nobody ever wants to be. Yeah. For Sean and I, just going back to us for a second, a lot of this may not even happen for us. We might, he might find a local opportunity for aviation and that would be wonderful. (laughs) But I think we're just trying to prepare our hearts for the the worst case scenario. Every week goes by and it's like he's just getting further and further along. And so this moment is going to creep up on us, but I'm just trying to just let it go. And just be in the moment, live with purpose, not stop living. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of where I've been at too. Just like if the moment comes that we are packing up and moving back to the mainland, then I'll deal with it then. But until then, like keep on keeping on, you know. <laughs> I've been reading For the Love of Christian Homemaking. I shared it in one of our first episodes, I want to say, and I've just been slowly perusing through it a page at a time in the evenings before bed a lot of times. And there was one particular passage, I guess you could say, that stood out to me 
that really encouraged me in this time that we're in right now. And I just wanted to read it in case if somebody else needed to hear it. I know we get very tired at times, but we must do our home duties. We need to work hard to make home a precious place. We need to find pretty things and create and decorate. Regardless of the trials and tribulations we endure, we can make the meals. We can cook and bake and clean and present security in our routines. Trials and sorrows will pass, but mother's cheerful labors will inspire us all. Homemakers are the light of the home. They are the creators of delicate culture. Their gentle, loving influence reaches far and wide. I just loved how she said we must present security in our routines. It just really encouraged me that I need to continue going about my duties as a homemaker, cook and clean and and continue to take care of my home and present that security while we're both in a place of possible transition. We wanted to share this episode to just be open and honest about where we're at right now. Um, I think it's easy to sometimes look at people online and think, oh, everything's perfect in their world. And it's not, you know, we have wonderful lives. Both of us are incredibly blessed people who have homes. Very thankful. Yes, we are. We really are incredibly blessed. Um, But that doesn't mean that our lives are without hard times at times and challenging times. And um, I think it's just really important to be able to share the good and the hard (laughs) and be open about those things because I'm sure somebody else out there is feeling exactly what we're feeling. And we hope that this would serve as encouragement to you if you're going through a hard time as well that, you know, you're not alone and we are there right alongside you. We just really had this on our hearts today and wanted to share a little deeper into our lives. I'm sweating. I'm so warm right now. Oh, like, you're warm. My house is 90 degrees and I have all the but windows the closet closed shut. And the shut. Off. The closet shut. You're, you have no reason to complain. Your house is 67 I'm gonna degrees. Start, I'm going to have to take off my cozy socks and my blanket now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Our house does not have AC, and I am just sitting here melting. I swear my dress is sticking to me. I'm sitting on like a faux leather chair, and my butt's just like sliding around. It just doesn't feel good. I don't feel good right now. Well, I have a like that really large threshold blanket from Target that everyone and their mother has, and it's just really warm. And I'm wearing your hand-me-down shorts and Sean's <laughs> shirt. And I, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> that's my current situation. Inside it's, a closet. <clears throat> it feels weird to talk about ourselves. <laughs> it feels it does. awkward to share so many deep, uncertain things um, so candidly. But I'm glad that we did. I hope that you guys are encouraged by this episode in some way and that you feel a little closer to us because we definitely feel closer to you guys. We will be back with a more uplifting and positive episode next week. And I'm actually super excited because we are coming up on the end of season one here in just a few episodes and then we will be on to the fall, which I'm stoked about. So we are very excited to talk about fall things. You have no idea what's coming in the fall, guys. Good (laughs) stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) Now it's time.
time for Daily Delights, the part of the show where we share a routine, music, books, shows, recipes, anything that has elevated our everyday experiences. In the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to surround myself in comfort with so many unknowns playing in my mind, and I've felt drawn to routines and foods that bring me comfort. <laughs> a lot of soups lately, a lot of comforting drinks, and there's just something incredibly comforting for me about hot chocolate. Mm, and I know yes. it's summer, but I like to drink hot chocolate throughout the whole year. And in the summer, I just drink it in the cool of the day, like the morning or the evening. Um, plus, we've been having a particularly rainy summer on the island so far. So it's been comforting to just cozy up with my hot chocolate with the rain outside and just sip and enjoy. Um, so I wanted to share with you guys my nourishing hot chocolate recipe. The full recipe will be in a blog post, which will be available um, when this episode goes live. What makes this hot chocolate special is that you don't get a sugar rush from it because it is more well-rounded in the macros department. <laughs> I try to make sure that there's some fat, protein, and carbs in this. It really operates as a snack for me in the mornings or in the evenings. And my weird secret ingredient for this hot chocolate is beef bone broth. I know. It sounds disgusting, right? <laughs> but it's actually so good. So what I do is I take a half a cup of beef bone broth. <laughs> beef bone broth. <laughs> you started with the best one. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them about their beef broth. <laughs> I know. Chocolate. <laughs> no, it's really good, guys. It really no, it is actually good, really I swear. Is. You should really try it. Um, <laughs> let me tell you about this disgusting hot chocolate. Uh, <laughs> I can't even handle it. Okay, what's in this hot chocolate? <laughs> so there is a half cup of beef bone broth, a half cup of whole grass-fed milk. Then I do one and a half tablespoons of semi-sweet chocolate chips, one tablespoon of cacao powder. I use this fancy fermented cacao powder, but you can use just about anything. I just like the fermented one, one tablespoon of organic raw sugar, and a few drops of vanilla. And then you can also, you can add some cinnamon or peppermint and top it with marshmallows. You just mix all those ingredients together in a pot and whisk it until it starts to steam. And there you go. You have homemade, delicious, nourishing hot chocolate. And I swear it's not disgusting. You should just try it. <laughs> <laughs> I had one variation of your hot chocolate. It was excellent. And then I wanted more the next night. Sean even commented he really loved it. Really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. I made it for him and I don't think he said anything to me. So I was like, he probably thinks it's gross. <laughs> He's a man of few words, Vanessa. Yes. Yes, he is. Just like my dad. <laughs> you have a couple of recipes that you're sharing for your daily delights this week too, don't you? Yeah. I found that was really ironic that we're both talking about <laughs> drinks. Yours is more leaning towards the fall spectrum <laughs> and mine are more summertime related. I can't remember what year we started doing this, but it was pretty early on in our marriage when Sean and I first started making blackberry raspberry milkshakes. Mm. They are pretty spectacular. <laughs> and every time we had company, it was becoming one of our specialty drinks that we'd offer people as they like unwind and watch movies with us. It was really quite funny how 
regularly I was having to buy ice cream to make all this. But the ingredients are one cup roughly of blackberries and a half cup raspberries and two heaping scoops of vanilla bean ice cream and a splash of half and a half. I know. It's a sugar rush for sure. (laughs) But it's so, so darn good. And if you get a chance to ever try Tillamook ice cream, that's the ice cream in particular that I use, which I do think it makes a difference. So give it a try sometime and you won't turn back. Oh, it (laughs) sounds so good. Yeah, I think that that's... So that blackberry raspberry milkshake is definitely something that we primarily make in the summertime. And it's kind of just like our little tradition of when we're in the midst of summer, we we love making blackberry raspberry milkshakes. And lately, I created a new concoction. It's my summertime smoothie, as I just decided to call it today. (laughs) It's a half a cup of frozen dragon fruit. Half a cup of strawberries, frozen, and also half a cup of mango, frozen. And then I just, like, squeeze an orange over the top. Ah, so good. Blend it up. It kind of looks like you're drinking, like, a glass of watermelon because the the dragon fruit has black seeds. Mm. I don't know. It's just really, really good. And if you've never had those combinations of fruits blended up, you should definitely try it because now it's going to always remind me of this moment in time in my life. Summer 2021. (laughs) This concludes today's episode. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Apple has the largest listener base and this will tell Apple to recommend our podcast to other listeners who may be interested. If you listen on another platform, you can simply copy and paste your review to that platform for others who may listen there as well. All the show notes from each episode will be available in the details section of the episode, or you can find them on my website, nessablack.com slash theartofhomemaking. You can keep up with me on my Instagram at nessa.black, where I share everyday life, daily thoughts, and inspiration. You can also follow Shannon on her personal Instagram at shan.vantrice.com.